Who needs an alarm in the morning when McDonald's has sausage, egg, and cheese McGriddles and a breakfast cutoff? Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Paging Dr. Shonda podcast, where we talk all things related to mental health, life lessons, and the culture. My goal is to help each and every listener pursue and center wellness. I'm your host, Dr. Shonda, licensed clinical psychologist. Now let's get into it. Hey, what's up, fam? You are now tuned into the Paging Dr. Shonda podcast. We're talking about love and relationships all month long for the Love and Relationship series. We have none other than Keyshawn Scott, Brittany Brodus, Jennifer Trotter, and Anthony O'Neill, y'all. I cannot wait for you guys to hear from all of these incredible individuals who are experts in the field and taking it by storm. Do you hear me? Y'all, I don't think that you're prepared for the amount of information that you're going to be receiving. So what I want you to do is when you listen to this podcast, I want you to have a pen and paper handy because we're going to be dropping gems all month long. Without further ado, y'all know we like to start the show with shout outs. This week's shout out doesn't go to an individual, but it goes to you who are listening right now in this very moment. The month of January and December when I launched this podcast, I promise you, I didn't know it was going to grow as quickly as it did. You guys got this thing streaming in Tokyo, Japan, South Africa, so many different cities and states across the nation in the U.S. Y'all, like it's literally been serious, like a serious takeover. So what I need y'all to do is I want you to continue to spread the words about the month of February as we continue to talk about all things love and relationships. I want you to screenshot either this YouTube video or wherever you're listening to this podcast and place it in your story. And don't forget to tag me because some of you guys post and then you forget to tag me. But I would love, love, love to reshare, repost whatever it is that you're posting. I want you to also make sure that you're sharing this in as many group chats or what have you, as many as you can, because I promise you this month long series is going to bless you. Like it's going to really change the way you think about relationships, love, marriage, even singleness. We're going to be talking about all that. So without further ado, I want to tell you that today's episode is going to be amazing. I have none other than the heartbreak, the number one, I'm sorry, the number one heartbreak coach in America, and that is Keyshawn Scott. So Keyshawn, I want you to go ahead and join me. Oh my goodness, I have the number one heartbreak coach in America, y'all. It is Keyshawn Scott. Keyshawn Scott, I apologize. Keyshawn, thank you so much for stopping by the Paging Dr. Shonda podcast. Thank you so much for having me. You know, it's, it's long overdue. It's long overdue. So yes. I appreciate you having me as a guest on your show. And I know it's going to be a great one. So thank you. Absolutely. Thank you for coming on. Listen, you're doing so many amazing things out there. Can you tell the people about yourself and what are some of the things that you have going on? Yeah, absolutely. Well, I'm an author. Um, I'm a coach. And, um, you know, I speak. You know, I do a lot of TV now. I do a lot of shows, relationship-based shows, um, interviews, and um, TV things. Um, a lot of things I can't speak about right now, but there's a lot of things that's coming in, a, in the coming months. Um, and you'll definitely see more, but that's pretty much who I am. You know, I help men and women heal from relationships that weren't worth saving. Um, we try to get you into a better space mentally, physically, emotionally, and spiritually. That's what we do. 
I love it. I love it. Y'all know when he says, I got so many things going on to the point where I can't talk about it, you know it's serious. <laughs> so yeah, I need yeah. you to follow him. You know you signed the contract. Exactly. <laughs> that thing is major. Listen, mm-hmm. y'all, I'm trying to be like you when I grow up. Um, but, you know, you, you said something so profound when you were introducing yourself, helping people mm-hmm. to overcome uh, ending relationships that weren't worth saving. Yeah. Can you kind of like dig into that a little bit? What is what does it mean to have a relationship that isn't worth saving? A lot of people think that all oh, relationships are salvageable. You know, like mm. I, I want to save this because that's the only person I've been with for five, 10 years. You know, I, I don't want to leave him or her to go with someone else. I don't yeah. want to start over. So they try to save relationships that they should no longer be in. And that could be abusive physically, mentally, or emotionally, or it could be an unhealthy relationship, or it could be just mm-hmm. We're not right for each other, and this relationship isn't going to work. So that let me part. go find Mister or Mrs. Right, and let me go and do what's best for me. But a lot mm-hmm. of people they want to play Superman or Batman or Catwoman or whatever it is in a relationship, and try to save people to meet their needs in the relationship, knowing that it's not going to wow. work out. And that's how people get into these dysfunctional relationships that mm-hmm. keep them in cycles, yo. Listen, I can tell you, this conversation is about to be so good. But before we get into it too deep, uh, we typically start off the show with the first segment. The first segment is called Hot Off the Press. This is where mm-hmm. we talk mental health in the news. So because you're joining us for the Love and Relationship series, this specific article is related to breakups. And I figured, why not talk about it with yeah. the number one heartbreak coach? So you ready? I'm ready. Let's do this. All right. Okay. All right. So this is an article from the New York Post, and they basically Mm -hmm. stated that the season between December to Valentine's Day has now become known as National Heartbreak Season, National Breakup Season. A Yahoo dating survey found that couples are more than twice as likely to call it quits during these weeks. A data cruncher Mm -hmm. analyzed more than 10,000 status updates on Facebook and found that breakups began climbing at the end of November peaking Mm. just before Christmas. Another spike appeared just before spring. The weeks between Christmas and Valentine's Day are usually the coldest and darkest time of the year. During that period, many people feel dispirited and discouraged. So Keyshawn, as the heartbreak coach, I I need to hear your thoughts on this. What are you thinking? Yeah, that's very interesting, you know, because a lot of people, they don't want to go into the, to the new year you know, you mm-hmm. might have been in an unhealthy relationship and you don't want to go into the new year with the same baggages, the same problems, arguing about the, the same things, accepting the yeah. same broken promises. So they call it quits, you know, and the new year around November, October, November, December, people are changing their goals For and sure. they're realizing they don't want to kind of revisit the same thing over and over again because it's exhausting. So as time goes, people start realizing, like, you know what, this ain't for me. I'm going to leave and I'm going to do it this year so I can have a, at least a good 2022. Because for most people, 2019 was rough, 2018, 2020, Mm -hmm. 2021, and enough is enough, you know? And a lot of men and women Mm -hmm. putting their foots down and saying, I don't want to continue this anymore, Mm -hmm. and I want to go into the new year with a whole heart and focus on me, and I want to put me first. I want to choose me. So I know it's a heartbreak season, but I want to call it like a choose me season. I put me first season. I like that. I love me season. Yeah. So Yeah. I love it. I love it. Because, you know... Myself, Keyshawn. So when I was when I was mm. reading this article, I'm like, dang, that's sad that it's heartbreak season. But yeah. as you know, that's why I love having experts on the show, because from your perspective, you're like, well, they getting rid of baggage. They're saying this is a mm-hmm. better year for me. And yep. you're preaching already, sir. So I feel like we should just hop into these questions so that the people can get more gems from you. We ready? Yeah. 
All right, let's get into it. So today's topic, we're talking about overcoming heartbreak, y'all. So if you were listening to this podcast and if, you, if you've been in any sort of relationship, it's likely you probably had your feelings hurt or some sort of heartbreak that has occurred. So today we're going to talk further about that. So Keyshawn, you have a book. It's called Bits and Pieces, Surviving mm-hmm. Soul Crushing Breakup. I love yep. that. Even the title is just compelling. Like I, I just want to buy that book because of that title. Uh-huh. I had to think about that. Have to think about that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. So, so do me a favor. Can you define a soul crushing heartbreak? Like, how is that exhibited? How is that manifested? What does that mean? Yeah, I think the soul crushing part is something that changes you. Mm. You know, we always go. I've been through that breakup that changes you. Yes. And about what twelve years ago, I went through a soul crushing breakup. Those soul crushing breakup is the one that crushes your soul, but kind of births something new in you. Right, like it goes from the crushing, and, and then it starts renewing you. It starts renewing your spirit. It starts you start realizing mm-hmm. things that you want in your life and the things that you don't want, and it is terrible. It's like one of the worst breakups you'll ever be in, but it's one of the best experiences for you to kind of grow and become a better mm-hmm. person. You, you, when you go through a soul crushing breakup and you survive, you come out a whole different person. You so don't even different. recognize yourself. And if you do it for, you know, in a positive way, then your life will change. I'm talking about not even about the relationship, your life with your family, your friends, mom, dad, everything around you will change because the essence of who you are change. Mm -hmm. Right. So even if you're the person who did it and the person who didn't do it, whoever it was on each side, it it works. But soul crushing is to that point where, you know, you can't eat, you can't sleep, you can't breathe, you can't, you crying every single night. You, you, Mm -hmm. people have to kind of drag you to go to work. You know, mm-hmm. I, I just made a video for for, tic, for TikTok and it said, you know, that video that goes around, I don't want to go to work. I don't want to go to work. And I realized that a lot of people don't want to go to work. They don't. When you're going through a breakup or heartbreak, you want to yeah. sleep, eat and just chill. And that's soul crushing because yeah. it kills everything in you spiritually as well, too. Mm-hmm. You know, you can't even pray right. So mm-hmm. once you so bits and pieces, pretty much. Everybody loves McDonald's fries. So, yes, you accused your mom of stealing some of your fries on the way home. Um, but the bag did feel a little light. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Little bits and pieces of hope, you know, inspiration, encouragement. Because we live in a fast-paced world, whereas TikTok videos are 15 seconds. Instagram mm-hmm. videos is five seconds. So we're always on the go. So if you could read a quote a day that can get you from brokenness to wholeness, from pain to purpose then yeah. hopefully it can give you some kind of strength to overcome your day, day by day, yeah. step by step. And it sounds like you're talking about that yeah. intentionality piece. When yeah. you go through a heartbreak, when you go through that soul crushing heartbreak, like yeah. you have to be willing every single day to engage in some of it's those. those readings. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's why your book is so important. Yeah. Yeah. It's a fight. It's a fight. And you got to, and like you said, that's a perfect word. You got to be intentional and you got to want it. You just can't kind of want it. Like I want to heal. No, you got to heal for you because your life, your soul depends on it. Mm-hmm. The people, because your heartbreak is a reflection of how you treat people. Mm-hmm. If you're broken all the time and you're upset, you're not going to give people the best parts of you. They're getting broken pieces that someone else left. So that's not fair yeah, yeah. to other people that, you know, you're walking around broken and taking out your brokenness on them when they had nothing but love for you. Yeah. I feel like we could pass the collection plate right there because that was a whole Sunday sermon. <laughs> uh, but, you know, I, I thank God for my soul crushing heartbreak, because like you mm-hmm. said, yeah. that has the potential to birth something in you. It has the potential to birth 
uh, for me, it was like birthing yeah. that a real relationship with God, knowing yeah. how to pray, yeah. knowing how to fast. Yeah. And, you know, I, I when we talk about that soul crushing heartbreak, it kind of brings to mind where the Bible talk about that uh, broken spirit and a contract yeah. heart. Not all the time, a broken spirit yeah. is a bad thing. Yep. Sometimes yep. that heartbreak is a part of our our being, our making. Yeah. And, and, and heartbreak is really good because, you know, it teaches you what to look for and how to love and what to love. Mm-hmm. You know, like it says, you know, you going into God, you know, it says God is closer to brokenhearted and save those who are crushed in spirit, you know. Yeah. So we got to understand that even though through our, our heartbreak, God is still there and we have to be there for ourselves as well. You know, mm-hmm. we got to be willing to put in the work. A lot of people pray, but they don't do nothing after that. God take away this broken heart. And then before you know it, you Amen. go back to your ex. You text them. You're on a social media page. You're trying to hit up the, the man or woman that they talking to, to to let them know that they are a bad choice. But they might be a wow. bad choice for you. They're probably not a bad choice for them. So now you're trying to ruin a, a, a broken home, you know, for because you're bitter when you should be healing and living yes. your life and doing better. Yeah. Yo, you stepping on so many toes. So so y'all listening right now, y'all hear, heard it first from Keyshawn. Yeah. You don't need to go to the woman as a as the woman. You don't need to go to step no. to nobody as the man and say, yeah. you know what, this is my ex-person, my ex-lover, what have you. It's not necessary if you're trying to overcome heartbreak. I'm so happy you brought that out because mm-hmm. you'd be surprised. Well, this is your profession. You're not going to be surprised, but people do it every day. <laughs> So I, I want us to kind of dig deeper into this conversation about that soul crushing heartbreak. I think that's such a, a powerful, profound way of putting it. But oftentimes when I'm treating people who are overcoming heartbreak, they seem very stuck in their mm-hmm. current situation. What do you think, Keyshawn, are some of those things that keeps people stuck in that, mm-hmm. that heartbreak cycle? I think a lot of people aren't stuck. I think that they just refuse to move. You know, mm. a lot of people, they just don't want to, they just don't want to heal. You know, they don't want to wow. move is because like, we go back to the fixing part. Like, you know, mm. I want to heal, but I got hope. And that hope thing will get you killed. You know, you over here hoping and wishing, like, I know he'd been married. I know he moved on. I had two kids, but he might still come back. He's not coming back nowhere. He had two to three kids already. You know, he's in a whole you know relationship, but a, a lot of people, they have to change the way they think. Yeah. You know, and I tell people a lot of times when we when when um when I coach people, I coach clients, I tell them everything that you need to heal is right here. It's mm. in your brain. It's what you tell yourself. For it's sure. the 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 it's the taking your negative um automatic thoughts and changing it to positive automatic thoughts. Whatever you tell mm. yourself, I'll never be happy. I'll be happy one day. You know, um, he hates yeah. me. I hate my life. You know, maybe it didn't work out because we were just completely two different people who met, and you blame yourself. So you have to kind of do some self inventory and say, you know what, what did I do wrong? What did I accept? Could I had a, could I had left two years ago? Yes. Mm. But I stayed. What what made me stay? You know, there's so much self discovery that you can, you can, um, you can work on yourself, but people choose self-destruction all the time is because Mm. they want people to really like advocate for their heartbreak. It's like, you know, I hate, and then the the homegirls and homeboys, yeah, I hate that person too. And now before you know, it's a bunch of hate. How are you supposed to heal? In an environment where everybody hates your ex, your mother, your dad, your sister, Ooh. your brother, your dog. Stay there. How are you supposed to heal? You got to get to a point where, you know what? I got to offer this person grace. I know it didn't work. I know that things didn't go bad, but I need to get out from this this, this stuck place and yeah. I need to move. Because if you're stuck, you have to move. 
you got to take that first step. That first step could be anything. It could be blocking them. It could be, you know, even calling their friends and family and say, hey, I, I need to I need to relax for a couple of months. I probably won't be talking to you. I know you was close to my ex, but you you can do whatever you want with your life to get yourself from point A to point B because mm -hmm. it's a fight and heartbreaks do kill you, you know, emotionally, yeah. mentally, and physically. So you have to get to that point where you have to choose you and stop choosing the pain and stop feeling yeah. sorry for yourself and you have to put a plan together. I love that. And so like when we're talking about that plan and that mm -hmm. that willingness to want yeah. to move past and I, just to stay there, I love the fact that you're putting it of um, people not wanting to move, basically kind of yeah. we're talking about a choice right there. Like if That's we're saying it. that somebody's not willing to or they're not yeah. wanting to, we're, we're talking choices. So that means yep. if I choose not to, that means I there's a choice being made yep. to move forward. There's a choice to yeah. heal. Yep. Because not that's the beautiful part because it was this quote, but I can't think about it right now. And if I try to think about it, it's going to take at least 20 minutes. But not making a choice is a choice. <laughs> so mm. not, you know, willing to move, it's a choice because you're, cho you're choosing not to move. That you know, part. so that's, that's, that's still a choice that you're making. You say you don't want to make a choice, but you made a choice not making a choice. That part. And mm -hmm. I love how you, you, you talked about like there has to be a solid plan. So yeah. you mean to tell us like, for the, the listeners, we can't move from a heartbreak unless we have a specific plan. Is that what you're saying? Absolutely. Because people think, you know what people think? You know what people think? Doc, because I, I call you Doc. What, oh people, <laughs> what people say, what people think is that time heal all wounds, right? Yeah. And I'm like, I understand that, right? I understand time heal all wounds, right? But it's a, this ain't no cut. This ain't no gash on your on your arm. This is, right. this, is this is a breakup. Somebody broke your heart. Somebody... um. Uh, physically abused you, mm. emotionally, mentally, verbally abused you, told you you wasn't good for nothing. And I know I'm speaking to somebody on this podcast, you know, told you that you were ugly, you were fat, you were too skinny, you weren't that tight. They cheated wow. on you, right? They 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 know, they, they, they willingly chose to take advantage of you, right? And at some point you knew it was wrong, but you still fought for that. You still thought that you could change him or her. You still thought that, you know what, it's probably a phase. And it wasn't a phase, it was facts. Mm. Don't try to convince the phase with a fact. The fact is the person was not good for you. They weren't good for a relationship. They probably swindled you in, in the beginning. You probably mm -hmm. missed the red flags. You probably you probably missed all those things. But you have to get to a point where you it comes to fall back into choosing mm -hmm. you. You're valuable. And people don't think that they're valuable. So they 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 that they keep they get stuck. You know, I, I'm just making sure I still got some edges in here because you you snatching my edges right now, sir. <laughs> like you <laughs> I'm Yo, about to no. put on me. Uh, <laughs> no, because oh my gosh, can you talk more about that? The phase mm -hmm. from the facts, because some we mm -hmm. forget about that, especially during those yeah. seasons. Talk about that more, yeah. sir. Like you, you hitting no, on something right there. No, definitely. People, you know, people always um the when you have bad moments, everybody has like little little moments, right? They're moments, mm -hmm. but a lot of people they go through those same moments and phases. Like oh, you know what? That's just that's just them, you know. Coming home late, you know, he, he cheating or, you know, she's texting her ex. That's just a phase. It's not a phase. Yeah, That's a fact. That's who they are. Right. Wow. It's not something that you have to kind of say, you know what, it'll, it'll subside. It'll go mm -hmm. away eventually. Let me stop pressuring them. I don't want to be too hard on them. Let me give them their space. No. When you're in a relationship with someone, right. And you're telling this person, this makes me unhappy. Mm -hmm. I am sad when you do this. I need you to come home at this time. It's not the demand, like, I need you to come home. It's like, 
Right. Why are you out this late? I, I want you home with me and, and the child. I need you home. I need to, to cuddle with you. I need to I need to be home with my man, right? I'm my mm-hmm. man. I need to be home with you. But we have to understand that stop telling yourself that you know this is something that I have to go through. This is not, you don't have to go through this. You're choosing to go through this. It's a fact. Accept the fact that that's who he or she really is. Stop trying to babysit them and trying to give them leeway all the time. Let them know this 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 is this right here is not working, and mm-hmm. we gotta fix this. We're either going to go to therapy, we're either going to go to 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 doctor to a doctor, we're either going to go to a mental health physician. We're going to go somewhere, and we're going to fix this because I'm not going to continue this. And if I choose not to continue this, you know, I'm going to end up I'm going to end up in that heartbreak season they talked about in Yahoo. That Come on, in Come November on. you're going to be breaking up, and I'll be part of that. with twenty percent? What is it? Yeah, like what? Yeah. It's a lot of people. If you went on a road trip and you didn't stop for a Big Mac or drop a crispy fry between the car seats or use your McDonald's bag as a placemat, then that wasn't a road trip. It was just a really long drive. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. At participating McDonald's. Oh, you're breaking up. But, you you know, you talk, listen, like all this information, we can, I feel like we could talk for hours on this because like yeah, the, gem, the gems you are dropping right now is, is just like mind blowing. Um. You're talking about right now, you know, talking to your partner like, hey, I didn't like when you did X, Y and Z. I need you Mm -hmm. to do this because I'm feeling some Mm -hmm. type of way. That's literally boundary setting. Why is it that like when we're in relationships where we kind of see these red flags and ignore them, we just allow these people, our our spouses or whoever, to continue to push on those boundaries without us Mm -hmm. continuing to to reinforce them? Yeah. Yeah. a A lot of that happens. And yeah. it goes back because we we always say in the beginning of relationships, yeah, I got bound boundaries, I got standards. But when you fall in love, a lot of people start forgetting about that. They start mm-hmm. lowering their standards, they start lowering their boundaries, mm-hmm. their expectations. And when they start doing that, they start losing who they are. Yeah. Right. And I always tell people that it's like two two like earphones or headphones, right? Um, like the, the ones with the strings on it. Mm-hmm. It's you get you get tangled. Mm. And then your personality, your partner's personality gets entangled into this. And you forget to know who you are because you start lowering your standards, you start lowering your boundaries, you start lowering your expectations. And when you start lowering who you are, then it's hard to leave a relationship because the person's wow. like, okay, well, you didn't tell me this in the beginning of the relationship. So why am I still, like, why are you telling me this now? It's because wow. you forgot about it for a taste of love. That's it. Mm. Mm. Listen. <laughs> Because my edges is snatched, like I already know the listeners' edges is snatched right now. Um, so many things that you're saying right now, Keyshawn, and I really, I, I love how you're you're talking about some of these things that we allow to, to just push past. We we just uh, accept it and allow it in relationships to the point where, because of things like enmeshment and being entangled, which are very unhealthy in any type of relationship, whether it's romantic, romantic or platonic. We tend to forget our own standards and expectations. So I am here for all these gems that you're dropping right now. Hey guys, so I know that you're enjoying the current episode of the Paging Dr. Shonda podcast, but I really want to tell you about my text community. This is where I can ask you questions, take polls, and you guys can ask me anything that you'd like. I love connecting with my listeners, and this is just a better way for us to do it. So if you're interested, text podcast to 21000. That's podcast to 21000. Keyshawn, yo, you were talking about some some like amazing, mind-blowing things right now. I know we talked about a plan that we need in order to overcome heartbreak, but I'm wondering on the opposite end, 
what would you say are some things that we should absolutely not do when trying to overcome a heartbreak? Yeah. I mean, a few things that we shouldn't do. Number one, stop texting your ex out of loneliness, right? Say you know again. the relationship is over. Stop texting your ex out of loneliness. You know the relationship is over. You know it's done. You know, done. stop texting them. It, it's over. Right. And I know that's part of the, you know, the grieving phase that you go through because or the stage that you go through because of different stages of heartbreak. But the number one thing is you don't have to reach out and reaching out is not a part of the healing process. Mm. Right. Not reaching out is um, don't do that. That's that's number one. That's number one. And don't, don't reach out to their family members either or their friends to see how they're doing. Right. Because how they're doing and or I always tell people this, who they're doing and who. Uh, what they're doing and who they're doing it with is none of your business, exactly. right? So when you're healing, mind your business, right? Whatever they're yep. doing, whoever they're doing it with, whatever they're posting, whatever they're liking is none of your business anymore. The relationship is over. I know that's hard because people say that's, that is my business. No, it's not. It's not your business. Your business is healing, getting mm. back together, loving yourself, putting yourself first, right? Um, going to see a therapist. Right, whatever scars you have, mental, emotional scars that the person caused, you know, or even physical scars, you have to get yourself back together. And that's your season. Your season is that healing season, that I love me season. And I'm like we spoke about, I'm gonna put me first season. I choose me season, right? Because you put up with so much BS, right, yeah. in, in, in the relationship that this is the time that you actually stand on your two feet. And for some mm -hmm. people, when you get out of a breakup, it's your first time actually breathing. Right, like you're like, you can actually take a deep breath and be like, you know what? Wow, you know, I know that I'm missing a part of me, but I still haven't even stepped into the best parts of me yet, and this yeah. is the season to do so. So you don't ever go back, you know. You don't ever, you know. I think it says, you know, sometimes a dog or something goes back to the vomit or something like that. You can't, you can't be like that. You can't go back to the past. You can't go back. And I know it's hurtful. And I know you're yeah. gonna cry, you're gonna be upset, you're gonna be angry, but it's okay. How you heal is you gotta move forward and you gotta choose you. Mm. And it's uncomfortable. So, mm -hmm. Yeah. So you mean to tell me put in the microphone, you, you mean to tell me we don't need to be <laughs> scrolling on the social media pages when after no. breakup? No, block them. You know, that's gonna cause you more pain. A lot of people, you know what's so funny? I've met clients who said, Well, I can't do that. You know, I'm fine, I'm fine, I'm good. Then why? But this person disrespected you. They they put their hands on you. They played you. But no, you know what? I don't really care. You see, Keisha, I'm not like that. I'm not petty. It's not being petty. It's stepping into your purpose. It's two different things. You can't you can't say that's petty. It's not right. petty. They broke your heart. You yes. they're the person, they're the reason why you were crying at night. They're the person why you they're the reason why you couldn't eat. They're the reason why you still can't sleep. You tossing and turning at night. You're going to work with tears in your eyes. You're leaving your work to go into a bathroom and cry wow. because this person broke your heart. And you're saying you can't block this person. This person should be deleted out of your life, mm. out of your mind. And you, you got to get rid of them. You, you, you have to make some, you have to take some brave steps. You have to take some brave steps in, in this season, you know, and I'm happy that we're doing this podcast in January because you got a whole 11 months yes. to put all of this into um, perspective. Think about it and then implement. Come on. Because you know what's what's the funny part though, Keyshawn? We can go through the worst time during that relationship. 
and want yeah. to get out. But during that season of like heartbreak, when I can't eat, I can't sleep. It's yeah. so hard to remember all the bad times. Yeah. It's so hard to remember like why I broke up with this person in the first place. And yeah. I feel like that's like we were talking about before that that keeps people stuck in that cycle. Yeah. yeah. You got to remember what they did. You got to remember yes. who you are. Like in Wakanda, when, when it was fighting, you say, remember who you are. A lot yes. of people, we forgot who we are. We, mm. we completely forgot who you are. And mm. I bet you that person that, that wasn't with that person a year ago or two years ago, or three years ago, she or he would have left. But now you you in love and, and you you afraid that you're not going to find somebody else. you probably be hitting that, that 35 and over club. You're like, oh, my gosh. And, you know, these men in their 40s, they acting the same. They're they the same as the ones in the 25. So you're like, oh, my gosh. Yes. <laughs> so it's hard. We get it. But, you know, what's worse? Being in a relationship where it's clearly no love. You know, you're fighting for someone who don't know how to love you or yeah. even how to love themselves or spending some time loving yourself and healing and working on yourself and growing as a person. You know, I think that's more important than anything else. Exactly. Exactly. Spending, given that, um, yeah. what did you call the season? The season of me, the season of choosing yeah, me. the season of me. Yeah, that's choose me season. That's it. Uh-huh. Me season. Choose me, me season. season. That's what we're doing. That's what we're doing all 2022. I love it. Yeah. Um, so, so Keyshawn, like my last question for you before we go into the Ask Dr. Shonda segment, mm-hmm. you had a post that was very interesting to me. I, I kind of want to dig yeah. deep into it. So you had said going to bed with a broken mm-hmm. heart hits different at night. But remember, crying at night is an upgrade if you compare it to an unhealthy relationship with someone that you're no longer in love with. So I, I want you to kind of dig deeper into that because that post was fire mm-hmm. and spoke to so many people. It spoke to me. Yeah. So I know it spoke to somebody. So 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 just explain that a little bit. Yeah, I mean, I wrote that post. I think I was at I, I was sleeping. Mm-hmm. I'm not sleeping. I was I was uh, of course I was sleeping right in a post. <laughs> but I was I was laying down, and um, somebody posted something, and then I get inspired when um, I see certain things, like certain conversation inspired me to write something short and sweet. But it's hard writing quotes, you know. It's hard. So. Um, I wanted to write something at night. And then I said, you know what? It was so hard. I remember with my breakup, you know, it was so hard mm-hmm. going to sleep. You're tossing and turning and, you know, your mind is, is driving you crazy. And you leave the house, you probably go to another part, you sit down, watch some TV. But for some reason, that emotion, that feeling doesn't leave you. It follows you wherever you go. And then I realized like, it's all these tears got to be worth something. It got to be all these. It got to end at some point. Yes. You know? And I realized that if I got to go through this crying stage, then this is an upgrade than being in a relationship with someone who don't love you. Hello. This right here, I will go through this pain over and over again, rather than being in a relationship, trying to teach someone how to love Hey there, ever thought about what makes your heart beat a little faster? Oh, you mean like when you discover a new track that just speaks to you? Yeah. Or finding a movie that you can't stop thinking about? Well, get ready to feel that excitement all over again because Amazon Prime is here to take your entertainment and shopping experience to the next level. Absolutely. Prime isn't just about getting your packages quicker. It's about diving into a world of endless possibilities, from the latest releases to exclusive content you won't find anywhere else. And don't even get me started on the music. Prime offers concert specials that will transport you right to the front room. It's like being at the hottest gigs without leaving your living room. I use Prime to tap in with some of my favorite artists' live shows from any and every genre of music. Trust me, Prime is a game changer. 
It's like having a personalized superstore and entertainment hub right at your fingertips. So why wait? Head over to Amazon.com forward slash prime and start experiencing entertainment like never before. Of me over and over again. Mm. Imagine you're in a relationship with someone over and over. We tell it, we repeating the same things. I need you to love me. I need you to be there. I need you to do this. I need you to do that. I need you to do this. Like you're a child, right? Like you're a preschool teacher and the person doesn't love you. I'd rather cry by myself, you know, yeah. than, than, than be with someone who truly can't appreciate me for me. That's mm. a downgrade. <laughs> That's a downgrade from crying. That's a downgrade from the pain. Sometimes heartbreak is that upgrade, man. It might not look like it, but you should, you got to stop picking up what God is telling you to put down. And a lot of people is picking up that pain and picking up those people. And God's like, stop. I told you, I got something better. You're like, nah, God, I don't, I'm, I'm, I'm 36 and I need babies. I need a house. I need, I need something. So I, I keep like, you know, I got you, but we don't trust. We don't believe. We don't, we want what we want now. We, yep. we can literally talk about this all day, but I, I respect your time. Mm-hmm. So. We're going to wrap up here. That's going to be yeah. the title of this episode. Heartbreak is the upgrade. Heartbreak is the upgrade. Yep. Yes. I love that. I actually love that. Yeah. Yeah. You need to make that a shirt, like patent in. Heartbreak is the upgrade. <laughs> I love that's it, yo. No, it really is. And you literally, look, that's how I know whenever I'm like speaking and I know God is speaking through me. Like when you yeah. spit fire and you don't even know you saying it, like that's what you yeah. just did. So. Yeah, that's good. That's I, you know I, I like that. You know, because a lot of people, yeah. you know, they don't really talk about like God in certain things. And you you started yeah. talking about that in the in the beginning, you know. Mm-hmm. And I was doing this this show in Ohio like a couple of weeks ago. I remember last yeah this month, right? And um, you know, when I was um on on the show, um, me and my friend was like, yo, we need to start. We need to talk about God a little bit. We need to throw that in there, you know. But but sometimes when you're around people, you're like, I don't know about this shit because I'm gonna go some deep, and they might not understand me. So she was like, you know, you probably know her. You know, it's Keandra, right? And she's a therapist. And she's yeah, like, yeah. like, and I'm like, I don't know, Keandra. <laughs> but then it had this other young lady that was there. And she came out. And she was on, on that episode with us, another episode with us. And she was spitting fire. And I, and I looked back and I was like, all right, let's go. <laughs> it's like, but I want to get to a point where it's like, I don't have to wait for someone else yeah. to do it before yeah. I start speaking about it. You know, and it's something that I was speaking about, you know, um, you know, with myself today, you know, mm-hmm. I'm like, you know, I'm about to start just going hard on everybody. I'm about to just start mm-hmm. opening up, you know, coming out of my show. I think that's what it was when yeah. I was, um, I was thinking to myself, I was like, you need to come out your show a little bit more. Mm-hmm. But yeah. 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 Well, I love that. And, you know, I noticed like the more I do it, the yeah. more doors open up because people don't expect a psychologist or whatever, how they yeah. see it. To like talk about like faith and then you know yeah. the concept, yeah. um, and it, it makes it that much more relatable and applicable. Like, yeah. you know, somebody might not understand like a, the Freudian, like all yeah. those different you know things that white people made up and put them in yeah. books. They might not yeah. understand that, but they might be able to understand like, okay, you know, prayer got me through X, Y, and Z. Yeah, and about how. Yeah. Also, biological, spiritual, and mental. Um, yeah. So you know, I, I think that's. that's that's one of the gifts of like being multi-faceted. Mm-hmm. I definitely see that in you. Um, like I said, like I I enjoyed you today on this yeah. podcast. Like it's, it's literally yeah, same here. It was, it was really good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. You know we gotta do it again. So yeah, <laughs> yeah. Just so real quick, yeah, yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Um, can you tell the people where they can find you about your book? Like, how can they connect with Keyshawn, Book your services, all that stuff. 
Yeah, you know, I mean, right now I don't do coaching. Um, that's on on hold, maybe forever. I don't know yet. Okay. But right now you can find me at um, Keyshawn Scott. Yeah, K E I S H O R N E. I'm sure it's probably somewhere on on the um the podcast or the link. So it's enter my name anywhere, any social media site, and you'll you'll find me and my books Perfect. on Amazon as well. Awesome, awesome. And the book is called Bits and Pieces. That's fifty awesome. quotes for a soul crushing breakup. Love it, love it. So y'all know if y'all are listening to this podcast, whether it's on YouTube or on any of the Audible uh, audio platforms, yeah. link is in the bio. So all you got to do is click that. You can get your book today and make yep. sure you hit up Kishore and thank him for it, uh, because I, I believe it's going to be a life changing book. Like I, yeah. I believe that this book will touch many lives. Um, yeah. So again, Kishore and I appreciate you. And so we're going to wrap up using the Ask Dr. Shonda question. Is that cool? Sounds good. All right. So very last segment of the day, uh, we talk about the Ask Dr. Shonda segment where people text or call in their uh, mental health related questions. And because it's the love and relationship series, we're specifically talking about love and relationships. And this anonymous listener stated, I am ready to date, but I don't think I'm ready to get rejected again. It feels devastating every time I put myself out there. So Keyshawn, I'm wondering your thoughts on how you would help this individual. Yeah, I mean, I'll, I'll probably start off by saying, you know, rejection is the part of the part of dating. You know, right. it's just, you're going to be rejected at some level. You know, it might not be with the dating stage, but they're going to be with something. Maybe the problem is not, you know, with dating. Maybe it's rejection in, in a whole. You know, maybe that's something that you have to work on. But yeah. to fall in love is the fear of being lied to, being cheated on. You know, and, it, and it's hard to say. It's like what? But that's 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 relationships. It's taking that yeah. that risk you know, of love and love and relationships and dating and marriage, all the risk, you know, because you don't, you're not going to know your partner hundred percent. You're mm-hmm. actually still getting to know your partner, even after marriage, <laughs> you know, even after the relationship, you're still getting to know them. So I, I would definitely say um, that I tell everybody, jump and build your wings coming down. You know, sometimes we can't just jump and start flying right away. So sometimes you got to be like those birds and you, get, you push them off the ledge and you're falling, but you know that you're falling, but you still got to build your wings and try your best to fly. So I would say take that leap of faith. I love it. I love it. Y'all heard it here first. Keyshawn Scott said, go ahead and get out there, sis. So that's what we're going to do. Again, thank you so much, Keyshawn, for joining me today. You're welcome. Anytime. Yeah. And I can't wait to have you back. So listen, y'all, you're listening to the Paging Dr. Shonda podcast. Remember, this is a love and relationship series all month long. So don't forget next Wednesday, we have another special guest who will be coming. And also, like I always say, you have the power to create the emotions that you want to experience. All right, y'all. God bless. needs an alarm in the morning when McDonald's has sausage egg and cheese McGriddles and a breakfast cut off ba da ba ba ba